0: Today, we're talking about Canada's efforts to end protests, some encouraging news out of Russia, a number of court verdicts and settlements, and other top news for Wednesday, February 16th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day Gather the riches of God's promises. No one can take away from you those texts from the Bible which you have learned by heart. Corey Tenboom. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Classic will-they-won't-they stories. Ross and Rachel, Jim and Pam, Russia and Ukraine. Yesterday, the Kremlin announced some Russian troops had concluded their training exercises near Ukraine's border and would be heading back to their home bases, and that President Putin is willing to negotiate. The ray of hope is reportedly thanks to Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, who told Putin that diplomacy still has a chance. There's hope, but also skepticism. In remarks at the White House yesterday, President Biden promised to give diplomacy every chance to succeed, but that invasion remains distinctly possible. The U.S. has not yet verified the pullback of any Russian troops, and there's little evidence that either Russia or NATO are willing to concede on the differences that spark this standoff. Be quick to point to God and give him credit for your hope, strength, and love during times dominated by uncertainty and fear. Even in the midst of chaos, our eternity is secure. Psalm 18.2 says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my rock where I seek refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. On Monday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked Canada's Never Used Emergencies Act to end the weeks-long protests that have paralyzed Canada's capital city. The Emergencies Act allows the government to freeze bank accounts suspected of funding protests, suspend insurance on vehicles in the blockades, and authorize federal officers to support local police. Trudeau said emergency measures will be temporary, geographically targeted, and reasonable and proportionate to the threats they are meant to address. He again ruled out using the military. So far, the Emergencies Act has been sort of like the Canadian winter only moderately effective at stopping protests. Since the announcement, a second blockade at the U.S. border has dissipated, but protests in Ottawa carried on largely undeterred, promising to stay until all COVID-19 social restrictions and vaccine requirements are lifted. Followers of Christ are not identified by their stance on Canada's protests, but by their love for others. And yes, that means loving people that you believe have unloving or incorrect stances on Canada's protests. John 13, 35 says, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. The gavels dropped on some important cases this week. First up, Prince Andrew. The royal reached a settlement with Virginia Gufri, who accuses him of sexually abusing her as a teenager. Details aren't public, but the settlement includes a substantial donation to Gufri's charity and spares the prince from admitting wrongdoing or testifying under oath. Next, Remington. In a first-of-its-kind case, the gun manufacturer agreed to a $73 million settlement with families of victims of the Sandy Hook school shooting, who claimed Remington was liable because of how it marketed an AR-15-style rifle. And finally, Sarah Palin. The judge is dismissing her libel case against the New York Times, saying the former vice presidential candidate failed to prove that the Times acted out of malice when it wrongly linked her to a 2011 mass shooting. A verse to consider when wearing a judge's robe. Now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. James 1, five. In other brews, we've got a rapid round of updates. Kamila Valieva, Russia's 15-year-old figure skater, was cleared to compete in the women's individual event despite failing a drug test in December since a full investigation has not been conducted. The International Olympic Committee said it would not hold a medal ceremony if Valieva finishes in the top three on Thursday. Mazars USA is wishing they'd signed in pencil. The longtime accounting firm for the Trump Organization said that while they have not found material discrepancies, the organization's financial statements from 2011 through 2020 should no longer be relied upon. These records are at the center of a fraud investigation of New York Attorney General Letitia James. Opening statements began in the federal hate crimes trial of the three men convicted of killing Ahmaud Arbery. Gregory McMichael, his son Travis, and their neighbor William Ronnie Bryan received life sentences in a state murder trial, but this federal trial will require prosecutors to prove they targeted Arbery specifically because he was black. A new study found the 22-year mega drought in southwestern North America is the worst in 1,200 years. The hope that came from California's record-breaking December snowfall was dashed by a hot and dry January, forcing Hollywood celebs to face the reality of yet another year of shipping in Fiji water bottles to water their lawns. 112.3 million people tuned in to watch Joe Burrow lose the Super Bowl, a massive rebound from 2021's dismal showing of 96.4 million, but still shy of the record of 114 million viewers in 2015 when the Patriots took on the Seahawks. Thanks so much for listening today. If you found this podcast encouraging or valuable at really any level, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you back here on Friday.